Hello, it is FMC. I am Jeremy. That is SP3. And my watch Tag Talk headline is incorrect. I mean, you can watch the, the final episode of Tag Talk. But uh, yeah, unfortunately, Tag Talk it had their final episode on Monday. They took the background with them too. SP3. So we can't even use that. Yeah. Sad day. Sad. So sad. So sad. No, I mean, I mean, I appreciate them, you know, trying to trying to move out the number one spot and trying to give it to us for you know we had always been the number two best show on fightful overbook but uh Haley kylie check out that last episode it's very emotional i love it it's good stuff it was a great episode uh we appreciate everything that Haley and kylie have done for the channel with tag talk and kylie will still be around uh Haley is off yeah. doing other things in the world of wrestling but sv3 nobody i mean they're not here for tag talk you know tag talks on monday this is FMC. This is Tuesday. This is the Lawless Show here on Fightful Overbooked. And it's a show with music because you promised last week the Lakers 500, we get a sermon. The first sermon of the regular season, mind you. It's taken us this long. It's taken us what, three weeks into the season now. They got to 500. Didn't start well. Didn't start off too well. You know, bad loss to the uh, Houston Rockets. Really bad loss to the Houston Rockets. Turn it around. Beat the Phoenix Suns. Fuck Kevin Durant. Got us demonetized less than two minutes into the show. Jesus, beat the Phoenix what, are, what are we doing? Eh. Beat the Phoenix Suns. Beat the Portland Trailblazers. SB3. They're 500. Give the people what they want. People. I know people have come here. They've been coming for week after week since the beginning of the regular season. And they have been wanting. They have been wanting this sermon, but I was like, I had to let y'all wait. I had to let y'all wait just a bit. Because, because, because the Lakers had to get things under control. And now we're back to square one. Kind of. Because the season starts again. We are back at 510 games in. We are back at 500. We were three and five, three and five, three and five, three and five after that loss to the Houston Rockets. The Houston Rockets gave us a whooping. But you know what the Lakers said? You know what the Lakers said? You know what? You know what Anthony Davis did? You know what Anthony Davis did? He called up me and he put me on speakerphone so I can motivate the people. I can motivate them. And I showed it. I played the clip from last week on FMC where I put my name, I put my pride, I put my dignity on the line, on the line, and said the Lakers would be at 500 by this time. And the, you know what the Lakers did? You know what the Lakers did? They pulled up. They pulled up their pants. They strapped up their belts. They went to war. They went to war with the Phoenix Suns the very next the very next game. And they battled. They competed. Kevin Durant went off in that game. 38 points. 
But, you know, the Phoenix Suns are Phoenix Suns, so, you know, they still don't have all their players on the court. But that helps. That helps because we won the game by three points over. We would not look. It was not looking good for a lot of that game. But you know what LeBron did? You know what LeBron did? Because people was questioning him, questioning his decision making. One of the greatest decision makers in NBA history. You know what they said? They was questioning his decision making, saying that he should have passed the ball to someone else. He should have passed the ball to Christian Wood under the basket. He should have passed the ball out or went for the basket himself against the Miami Heat when they passed it in the corner to Cam Reddish and Cam Reddish bloop, 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 didn't make the shot. But you know what he did against the Phoenix Suns? You know what he did? He clutched time when we needed a big shot. Cam Reddish was back in that corner. Cam Reddish was back in that corner, and Cam Reddish ain't wearing no purple, no uh, no no orange and blue this year. <laughs> no, 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 no. Cam Reddish ain't playing with no ball hog like Trey Young. No, no, no. He's playing with the best, one of the best passes of all time, one of the best decision makers of all time. The king, number two all time to some people, number one all time to some people. He makes the right decision. You might not make the shot all the time, but it was the right decision. And he made the right decision again. And it passed it in the corner. Cam Reddish. He makes the corner three. Boom! Lakers win. Lakers win by three. Lakers win by three. And you know what we had to do because LeBron put in such a great effort. Such a great effort. 36 minutes against the Phoenix Suns. You know what we did? We said, LeBron, LeBron, we got trail. We got the we got the Portland Trailblazers next. Portland Trailblazers three and five. Three and five heading into the game. We know what we said. We know what we said. We said we don't we don't need LeBron James. You know what he said. We don't need LeBron James in Portland. We don't need LeBron James in Portland. Oh no, no, no. Not for no Portland Trailblazer. You could take a rest. You could take a rest, old man. 39 years old. I'm about 35. I need to have my, my feet in cold water sometimes. And that's what LeBron James did in the last game. He took he put his feet in cold water. He relaxed a little. He took an ice bath after the game. He put on a nice suit for the next game, and he sat on the bench, and he watched the Los Angeles Lakers put to work on the Portland Trail Blazers. Anthony Davis leading the way, 30 points, 6 assists, 13 rebounds, 41 minutes on the court. I thought he was hurt. Y'all were all saying, oh, no, he ain't going to be. He's hurt already. He's hurt already. Now, it's just a, it's just a minor setback. A minor setback for the man. He got the Lord. He got the Lord. The Lord behind him. He got the Lord behind him. But you know what was the big improvement? Because because after I was done motivating him, I talked to Darvin Ham. Me and Darvin Ham, we had an important conversation. And we were like, we are, it was like, we're, we're three and four right now. No, we were three and five after the Houston Rockets game. And whoo, I was, I was, I was like, I was like, man, this is not looking good. This is not. I was. We had to have a conversation. We had to look at the roster, and I was like, you know, D'Angelo Russell. Austin Reeves, Austin Reeves was putting in work. Austin Reeves was the breakout star of the summer league, of, of the summer basketball, the Olympic basketball team, the Team USA. He was coming off the court. He was coming off the bench, and he was delivering for it. I was like, how about we do that? How about we put Austin Reeves coming off the bench? Austin Reeves is such a great player. He could give us that boost, that boost that we needed off the bench. And that's what he did. 18 points off the bench. And he was like, he was like, he was like, he was like, for the second unit. And he proved, he proved 
because he's a young man. He's a young man. But Jesus loves the young man. Jesus loves the young children. Jesus loves the little children. Jesus loves the little children. All the children of the world. Purple and gold. Black and white. They are precious in his sight. Jesus loves the little children. All the little children of the world, including Austin Reeves, including Austin Reeves. And that's why the Lakers are back at 500. That's why we are changing the game because Austin Reeves coming off the bench. Austin Reeves, Austin Reeves, I got another prediction for you. Austin Reeves about to be in the top five, at least the top five of the sixth man of the year. Sixth man of the year, Austin Reeves. You're going to turn him to six five. Six hymns, six hymns. I'm gonna give you six hymns if I'm correct. I'll give you six hymns if he is in the top five of the six man of the year. He is gonna give you, he's gonna, gonna bring us to the promised land coming off the bench. Who's better coming off the bench than Austin Reeves? Come on, Lakers are back at 500. This is just a start, ladies and gentlemen. Be peace. Uh, and you know, you know, all the peace of the world. Um, shake the person's hand next to you. Uh, everybody come up for you know the body, the body of LeBron and the the the, the blood of uh Kobe Bryant. Um, but yeah, here we go. Um I'm gonna finish the sermon, but go go ahead, Jeremy. I'm done. I don't have anything to say. Are you finished? We good? See, Trey, Trey knew the response. You should, you, you should know all the time. Braun is good, exactly. I, I don't, uh, I, I don't. I'm, I'm non-denominal. This is not my church of worship, so I, I don't worship LeBron. You should what? 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 I don't worship in the house of LeBron or the house of the Lakers. He already cursed on camera and now he's being, you know, an atheist. Like, (laughs) this is wild. This is a wild way to start the day. Wild way to start the game. But yes, Lakers back at 500. It's just a start, though. It's just a start. It's just a start, ladies and gentlemen. But I no nah, the real the real difference in those the last two games was that decision to put Austin Reeves coming off the bench because him and him and D'Angelo was not working in the starting unit. That was a good call. I mean, D'Angelo Russell, he's actually played well. I can't like knock D'Angelo Russell. Like his assist to turnover ratio is really good. Like when he decides he's going to be a playmaker and not you know dribble and sh- dribble the air out of the ball and then shoot, uh, it's uh, it works for them. You know, Austin Reeves. Like after all the hype in the off season, does him be coming off the bench? Is that what you were expecting? I don't think so. Uh, I don't think you thought like, oh yeah, Austin Reeves is going to be sixth man of the year after everyone was ready to I crown did. him as no, you didn't. After everyone was ready to crown him the the greatest player of all time, after people thought this man was better than Shea Gilgis Alexander because of what he did in the off season with this Team USA basketball, you're like, oh. He's just as good as Shea. I mean, really? on certain nights, he can. <laughs> sure, 
sure. That's what you want to go with. Sure. Ah, look, they, they got to 500. Good on them. I just... Good on them. I got nothing bad to say. That, that Rockets game wasn't great, but the Rockets might no. be better than expected. Uh, they didn't start Six off so three. hot, but... Six they didn't three. start off hot, but they, they've turned around. Dylan Brooks is actually playing really well. The Memphis could use somebody like Dylan Brooks. Fred Van Vliet, he's got leadership qualities. He's, um, you know, he's he's a veteran piece, a championship player that a young team could, can use. And then they've got the... Uh, I'm going to butcher Emike Adoku? Adoku, yeah. Um, you know, he's a... He's a good coach. He's a good coach in Boston. Things happened. And now, you know, he's a good coach for that Rockets team. So, hey, good on good on the Rockets. They're playing well. Lakers are 500. Louie, I'll address this. I'll address this. Uh-oh. Uh, it's not, it's not it's a good thing. It's not like you just ruined Jeremy's morning. Come on. What are you doing? Do the Thunder need to move Giddy? Do they need to? No. So this, no, they shouldn't either. Uh, this happened last season. This happened last season. I, my my buddy Samer, my infamous friend Samer, uh, you know, we talk basically after every game, a text message or on the phone. And early season, there was a lot of struggle between Shea and Giddy. It didn't seem like it was a great fit with each other. And I was like, Man, I just don't know if like, Giddy and Shay are like great complimentary pieces. And then by the end of the season, it worked out. Like they, they were at where they at at the end of the season. Giddy really found his role in the offense. And, you know, Shay's going to be Shay. There's a similar vibe early this season because Jalen Williams is really ascended to be like that second score um like Jalen Williams is he's great he's great he was second in rookie of the year last year he he's not gonna win like most improved this year because that's Tyrese Maxey's to lose uh, yeah, I was one. about to say I was like uh <laughs> yeah Tyrese Maxey's already probably got that he's yeah 28 <laughs> points per game seven yeah. assists dropped 50 the other night but Giddy's gotta now find uh kind of another role because Jalen's a ball dominant guy who not like ball dominance where like he needs the ball all the time, but like he's a very good ISO scorer who could just get his own shot and everything. Yeah. Giddy needs the ball. He's not a great shooter from the outside. He's a great playmaker. I actually thought like his best game was the most recent game against the Suns where he had like, uh, I think it was like eight, he had 10 assists actually. And I think that was his highest assist total this season. Giddy needs the ball mainly in, in his hands to, to really work. Um, the line Mark Daniel's still like kind of figuring out lineups and stuff. A lot of times, Shea will play with an all bench unit, and then you'll put Giddy with Jalen and Chet. Um, and that's when Giddy can play more on the ball and, and utilize the spacing around him. I actually wouldn't mind Giddy with an all with like a more of a spacing lineup. Um, so with, with like make him come off the bench, that you know, people will suggest that. I don't. I don't know. I think I like it might the, be it might be helpful to have that have that extra, you know, spacing and kind of be the do do the the hardened thing of one one and four it's, out. It's not necessarily unit. it's not necessarily like I think coming off the bench is almost an excuse of we can't figure out like when to sub guys out and stuff. Giddy can start. You can 
it, here's the thing: the starters. But he's the ball bad. dominant guy. He needs the ball. That's why. That's why the move to put Austin Reeves coming off the bench was the best move because we already have D'Angelo who needs the ball. We got LeBron who needs the ball. We don't need a third guy on the court that needs the ball. That's why Harden, Kyrie, and KD didn't really work out outside of you know Kyrie and Harden. But you can. But, just um, change. You can it's just also change. the fact you. you it's very hard to go with three ball dominant guys in your starting unit. It really it not rarely necess- ever works. They're not necessarily ball dominant guys, is the thing. It's not like they they need the ball as far as just like they're gonna dribble it, dribble it, dribble it. Like OKC has a lot of movement and they pass the ball a lot too. It, they don't outside of Shea, who's gonna ISO and score because he's Shea Gilgis Alexander. Like it's not like any of these guys are like, hey, I need the ball and I'm always gonna look. For my own shot. Giddy needs the ball as far as like he's the best passer on the team, but like he cuts and gets easy, like easy baskets for himself within uh, the He hasn't offense. really been doing that this season. How many OKC games have you watched, SP3? I've watched I've watched like three. I watched the okay. Phoenix, I watched the last Phoenix game, and I watched... the Phoenix game was his best performance. Yeah, yeah, it was 10 and 10. But he he hasn't shot the ball well this season. So he hasn't here's been the real issue. A lot of those easy baskets. No, that he got no, last no, 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 no. SP3, you're not doing this to me, okay? It's not that he hasn't been getting them. He hasn't been making them. I've watched every single second of every single Thunder game. He gets the shots that he wants. He gets to the paint. He gets to the rim. He gets to the restricted area. Things like that. He gets like. He gets the shots you want him taking. The problem is he isn't making any of them. His touch, I don't know what's happened. It's It's gone off a cliff. Like, it's not so- good. Sophomore slump? Maybe. Like, he's just like, all the shots that, that you want him to take, they're there. They're completely there. It's it's just he's not finishing well around the rim. Like, he just, he doesn't have a great touch right now. And if that comes, then nobody's going to question any of the offense. By the way. You know, people are going to make make it out to be like the offense is quote unquote better with him off the court. Like Shea is better with him than him or with him off the court. Their offense with him on the court is still top third in the league. Let's not act like, hey, Shea and, and Giddy don't work. And when Giddy's off the court and Shea's on, the offense is the best in the league. And then it falls all the way to last in the no, league I'm when not, Shea and Giddy together. No, no I never said that. you. No yes, other people have. Other people have. I'm saying uh, in generality, it doesn't fall. You shouldn't listen qu- to those people. Well, I'm just speaking in generalities here. That's why I'm trying to make it clear. It's still top third of the league when Shea and Kitty are on the court together. I don't think it is an overall issue with them playing together. I think Giddy with Jalen coming up with Chet being there as well, because Chet is another guy who needs the ball. Like he's a scorer. He can score kind of in one-on-one situations. He can put the ball on the floor. He, he needs his shots and stuff. It's an adjustment. And Giddy's the guy who's got to adjust more than anybody because he's not an ISO scorer who could just get his own buckets whenever he wants. He, he needs guys to create for him and things like that. So it's Giddy has the biggest adjustment there. I'm not too worried about it, considering the fact that they're still winning games and the offense is still good. And a big problem with it is just he's not finishing. He's getting shots and looks you want him to get. He's getting to the paint. He's getting to the rim. He's just not finishing a lot of it. Like 
that's not the offense's problem. That's a giddy problem where he's just not doing it. So that's that's what it comes down to. I'm not too worried about it. You know, when when we get into the halfway point of the season, and if it's still looking like not so great, then it's a little a little concerning. Yeah, I would, do think rotations would, can change, but if he for started right now, if he started last season like this, I would be more yes. concerned. Yeah, they they had the same issue last season where it didn't look like Jalen and Giddy or not Jalen, uh, Shea and Giddy were like a great complementary pieces together. And by the end of the season, no one was questioning those those two as a duo. So I'm not too concerned about. It. I'm I'm way more frustrated with just his lack of touch around the rim and everything. Like if he finishes these bunnies and everything, like um I'm I think things are going great. No, I'm not trading Giddy and Bertans for Caruso and uh Vucevic absolutely not I would like Caruso by the way I honestly like I don't know what the package is I want Caruso and Andre Drummond this team needs rebounding so much like Andre Drummond's kind of cooked and everything but like the man's gonna go out there and get you he's gonna get some new rebounds he'll still average like 10 rebounds zero points yeah (laughs) he they just need a big body to rebound because they're they can't rebound worth shit like and we knew it was going to be an issue it's just it's still an issue. It's very unfortunate. Um, but no, I, I I do like Caruso. Caruso is very good. I would like to, you know, have him if possible, which I don't think it is. But okay, he's got friend. a million second round picks. Just trade one of these second round or five of these second round picks and go get some people. Former Laker great Alex Caruso. Just wanted to add that in. But um, yes, I think that yeah, the, the Thunder have started the the year off uh, very nice. Chet started his rookie year off very Chet well. He's good. shooting ri- shooting ridiculous, fifty four percent from the field, fifty percent from three right now. Um, so yeah, I, I I like where the Thunder are at right now. You know who I where I don't like where someone's at right now. Our next door neighbors. The Los Angeles Clippers. Love where they're at. Love it. No, I I meant that I don't like it if I'm a Clippers fan. (laughs) Don't care about Clippers fans. I have never seen a trade that people turn so fast on a trade. Like, oh, my God. They're like scorched earth. It's it's crazy because they were good. They were playing well before they got James Harden. But like I said, it's very hard when you have three guys that needs the ball in your starting lineup. It seems damn near impossible to have four guys who need the ball in your starting lineup. So here we are. And what what's the solution? Put Russ coming off the bench. Yeah, that worked really well in Lector, you know. But yo, it's just. I, I've never seen a trade like turn out this bad. And the Sixers over here on top of the Eastern Conference with Tyrese Maxey putting the whole league on notice. Like, we, I never needed James here. James was just a burden. James was stifling my potential and what I could really do, what he's really shown in these first couple of games since James has left. And what he's done pretty much this whole season in the first uh, in the first nine games, I feel like Tyrese Maxey is going to be a 25-point or more scorer this year, and he's going to average six, seven assists. So, yeah, they, they got a they got a potential all-star to a potential maybe even superstar. And the fact of the matter is this man went 21st in the 2020 NBA draft. The New York Knicks, who needed a point guard, picked Obi Toppin 
<laughs> didn't pick Tyrese Maxey. Like when you look at the players, Killian Hayes, uh, James Wiseman, the players that went against Tyrese Maxey, man, Tyrese Maxey. I've been really impressed with what he's done this season, but James Harden, man, talk about a toxic play field that they just brought to the Clippers and they just have not even been the same. The effort hasn't seemed like it's been there from James. Like he wants to be out there. You got Ty, you got Tyrone Lou saying that he's playing too polite in press conferences. It's like, it's all, it seems all a freaking mess and they can't even, what they can't even trade him until what? December, January. I don't think they're going to trade him. They, they nobody wants them. Nobody wants them. Like it's it's that simple. That's why no one made any type of offer when the Sixers had him. I don't even think. Here's my conspiracy theory on this. I don't think the Clippers wanted him because the Clippers <laughs> they wouldn't give, give up Terrence Man. They wouldn't give up Terrence Man. Like no, we're not gonna give. If you want this guy that bad, you give up Terrence Man. Like Terrence Mann is fine, but no one's thinking like Terrence Mann is, you know, the the next coming of uh, Tyrese Maxey. We'll say, uh, like no one thinks that highly of Terrence Mann. They wouldn't give up Terrence Mann to get him. And then finally, the Sixers were just like, you know what, Maxey's playing well. Let's. This is probably better for our team. Let's take on expiring contracts that maybe we can move. Let's get some role players who kind of fit around Maxi and Embiid, get some draft capital. Let's just make this deal. And the Clippers bluff got called. They're like, oh shit, you're willing to do this deal without giving up, without us giving up Terrence Mann? Oh, okay. Guess we got to kind of like do it now. And so they did it. Begrudgingly. Yeah. And they get James Harden. I don't know if the Clippers really wanted to make this deal. I think James Harden can still be a helpful player. I, I truly do. I, I don't think he's fully, fully washed as a basketball player. I mean, he got he looks like it on the Clippers right now. But like last <laughs> I was season, like, I was like, he does. Like he looks like it on the Clippers right now. But last season, you know, led the league in assists. Everyone wants to talk about the two big games he had against Boston in the playoffs and everything. Like he didn't look fully washed in the in in the in the playoffs except for the games where he was fully washed. Uh, but like he didn't, he didn't look fully washed throughout the season in the playoffs. So I think he still has something to give. I don't think he has much to give on this team. He needs the ball. He always needed the ball. He said it himself. He's not, he, I'm not, I, don't, I don't, I don't play a system. I'm the yeah. system man. Yeah. I'm not a system player. <laughs> I'm the, I'm a system player. Man. Like that's, that's how, he needs the ball. This is not a team where he's going to have the ball a whole lot. It's just not. And they're going to make Russ come off the bench because Russ has come off the bench before and everything. And Russ is going to be Russ is a team guy for all the hatred Russ gets for all the criticism Russ gets Russ truly. And I believe this Russ wants to win and he's yeah. willing to do what it takes to win and sometimes that's a detriment i watched it enough throughout the years in okc but the dude truly wants to win and he's gonna play his ass off to try to win except when he gets lost on defense um but like he's gonna he's gonna try to win james harden should be the guy coming off the bench because 
Russ had a chemistry with Kawhi and George. He's had a chemistry with George dating back to their OKC days. He, he they were playing well with Russ in the starting lineup. Who got inserted that messed it up? Wasn't Russ. Harden should be off the bench. He should come off the bench. I don't know if that's the solution because here's the thing. Tyron Lue is gone with Harden and bench guys. I watched in the fourth quarter against Brooklyn. That's when they lost that game. Yeah. You know, they were winning that game uh, against Memphis, but how are you losing to Memphis? They were losing to Memphis. That's the one that was like, oh, they're watched. <laughs> He's watched. Well, James they, they Harden came, is watched. He's like, they cancer. came back. They came back and they took the lead in that game with Harden on the bench. And then they put Harden back in the game and then they lost the game. He, he has not been good. It's hilarious to me. We got their, we got their first round pick. I'm all for the Clippers not being very good. I'm all for. You're not alone there. I hate the Clippers. (laughs) Well, I hate a lot of teams in this league, especially in the Western conference, but the Clippers, man, y'all Clippers fans. Y'all have been annoying as hell ever since Kawhi Leonard came to y'all team. Like, I used to just be able to ignore y'all. Even through the Lob City years, when the Lakers weren't really good, when Kobe was getting hurt, like, I didn't, I, I could just ignore y'all because I knew y'all would talk a big game in the regular season and y'all always choke in the playoffs. But, like, it was ever since Kawhi went there and Kawhi did the commercial just like LeBron did and he's making references to LeBron in the commercial. He's the king of L.A. Then every time y'all choke in the playoffs, there's always an excuse. Oh, but wait till Kawhi and, and PG are together. Y'all getting exactly what y'all deserve. Y'all getting exactly what y'all deserve, Clippers. That's what y'all deserve. This is this is hilarious because it's something they did not need to do. Everyone in the league was basically like, "Yeah, we're done." It should have been like when when um when Allen Iverson went to the Detroit Pistons, and we knew that was it. We like 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 he they should have just left him on the Sixers where he just would have had the Sixers just would have left him home, and then he would have quietly left the league. I feel like that would have happened if the Clippers didn't put themselves in this in this negotiations to get him. But now this feels like this is his Detroit Pistons. This is the end of the line for for James Harden. I'm I'm for it. I hate it for Russ. I hope like Russ can find a team to compete. I I'm always gonna root for Russ. You know, look. It's very, it's very possible this time next week we have a different opinion. The Clippers rattle off a couple of wins and everything. We're obviously judging this based on the week that was. And the week that was wasn't very good for the no, Los Angeles Clippers. Oh, just getting James Harden. Oh, and four. If you want some optimistic take, I guess I, I will try to be a little bit measured because I don't like when everybody swings, you know to the extremes with this stuff. Oh, it's over. Season's definitely over. I didn't, Here, I didn't say that. I just said it's over. For no, James no. Again, <laughs> SB3, you're taking, you're taking things too personal today. You're taking it personal. Yes. Cause I'm the only one on screen with you, sir. And you already, you are this man who lives in the Israel of LeBron James, the Holy land of LeBron James said yeah. that he doesn't pray to LeBron James. I wasn't like, born that, here. Why, I don't that's care. Why, that's why I'm taking everything offensive. The you wife be on the, edge. 
the wife literally messaged me during that when I was saying I don't worship the house of LeBron. She said we live in LeBron Holy Land. Yeah, I got that. I got that line totally from the anonymous in the weeds yeah. general manager. <laughs> I I didn't grow up here. I wasn't born here. I don't care about well, this LeBron. Well, well, sir, you see how they reacted when LeBron left and they burned jerseys. You want to tell people you don't pray to LeBron, LeBron James? I didn't grow up here. I didn't. I've never prayed to LeBron. Just because I move here, I got to all of a sudden convert to LeBronism. No, LeBronianity is that a they're thing? Gonna, they're gonna burn your ass hat. They're gonna burn your ass hat. Like, what do they care about? Yeah, Jeremy Lambert. That's your prized possession. It's like yeah, it's, it's, like, it's it your is, jersey. It's, right it's your exactly. Right that's your yeah. that's your LeBron jersey. Ah, <sighs> whatever. Okay, so here's my uh, more measured take about the Clippers. And it's kind of what Kawhi said. And the way Kawhi said it made it seem like a not good thing. Um, but I understand where he was coming from. Kawhi said after the last loss of like, they went through an entire offseason. They went through an entire training camp with one system with one game plan with one design because they had a certain roster and now you got this guy who comes in there and you gotta change things because of it because this is not insert role player who can just you know play off ball make jump shots type of thing it's not it's a guy who needs the ball in his hand and like more than legitimately anybody else in league history like numbers back that up. It's a guy who needs the ball in his hand more than anybody else in league history. Now you're taking away from three guys who were willing to sacrifice a little of the ball, not being in their hands because they, you already had three guys who needed the ball in their hands. Now you're taking away even more from that. And you got to readjust to that. These, these players, they're not robots. They are not, you know, it's not a video game. Of where, yeah, let's just get all the talent in the world. This is going to be the easiest thing. This is going to be it's on easy mode now. We got a bunch of ninety overall. These guys aren't ninety overall players, by the by the way. They they, they thought they were playing two K. Like they yeah. were like, oh, James Harden. Wait, we're Russell Westbrook with Kyrie Leonard, uh, Ka- Kawhi Leonard with Paul George, but they were playing two K in like 2016, not yeah. 2023. <laughs> like it's not it's not NBA two K like. These guys gotta readjust. They gotta recalibrate. Kawhi, the robot jokes. Um, like, and they gotta they gotta figure out a way to play together. And through four games, they haven't. They haven't. It's an eighty-two game season. Like, the the season is one eighth over already, but there is still seven eighths of a season to go. It's very possible that they turn it around, figure it out. So, you know. So now we'll we're gonna they- be we're gonna be measuring the season by eighths now here on out because i love what jeremy just said what <laughs> I mean, if it's actually you know you you actually yeah. said the truth it's one eighth over so after 20 games we're gonna be like we are two eighths of the season through we'll look back on our what we said on this show we were one eighth through the season oh it's it's possible the clippers turn around it, yeah. it's very possible but losing to memphis is one where you probably should have just won that game based on talent alone. Like you, sometimes you can just like out talent teams and that's happened a lot throughout NBA history is like, ah, teams just don't have it. But like, you know what? They got this guy 
they they got prime Kevin Durant. Doesn't matter if the rest of the team isn't all that great. Prime Kevin Durant's gonna beat this team. Like you just out talent teams. The Clippers should have just out talented Memphis at the end of the day, and they didn't. So that was a little. Yeah. That's a concern loss right there. I think everybody's down on the Clippers right now because of the two losses, which was the Brooklyn Nets because they had that game and they just completely just gave it away. And then it's the Memphis Grizzlies. The Memphis Grizzlies should not be any team that has three, uh, three former all-stars, including one former NBA finals MVP and two regular season MVPs on the same team. Like the, no, not even by four points. Like the, the, the Mavs in the in-season tournament. I mean, the Mavs have been cooking. My Mavs. My Mavs have been cooking with my family, Kyrie Irving. I told y'all. I told y'all. We won eighth of the season through. And Kyrie has been looking good. My family. I told you. He got a nephew now. He, things are good in the family. We good. Um, But yes. So that one, that one is fair, fair game. That's that's fine. We expect that. And plus, Luca's been beating the Clippers like a drum since the pandemic. So yeah, that's, that's understandable. That's the, these two losses with the Nets and the Grizzlies, that's the one that is just like, uh, yeah, not a good look. And, you know, we'll see. I mean, shout out to the the Mavericks by the way. Luca's playing amazing. Kyrie's playing great. Like, they're doing well. And, you know, we, we said last week, oh, they haven't really beaten anybody type of thing. And they're beating everybody in front of them. That's <laughs> yeah. all that matters. They're beating everybody in front of them. So at the end of the day, that's all that's all you can do is beat the teams in front of you. And they're doing that. So they're playing great. But long season, still ahead. We are we are one eighth through the season. One eighth. Still a very this long next season. this this next eighth for the Mavericks are gonna really show us what type of team they are. Is this is this another Portland Trailblazers from last year when they were like what they were like seven and one at one point at this point of the season yeah. last year. Uh but the Clippers got I mean uh the Mavericks got you know Pelicans next Wizards next yeah. those are two winnable games but then they Those got very winnable but then they got the Bucks, Kings, Lakers, Clippers again, and the Houston Rockets. So that's, like I said, this next eighth is really going to show us what type of team they're going to be this season. The Wizards somehow aren't the worst team in the league. I mean, they're close. Somehow the Pistons are worse than them. I uh, I, I, I could have told you. I did, I did not like the Clipper, the uh, Pistons roster at the beginning of the season. I was a believer. I didn't think the Pistons were like a playoff team or anything, but mm-hmm. I at least thought that Cade Cunningham would make a difference, and you know maybe the young guys would actually kind of step up and everything. You know they they won a couple games and they've lost eight straight, and their schedule hasn't been the easiest. But you got to find if you're a halfway decent team, one you got to beat Portland. Can't lose to Portland, sure. uh, and. Even Chicago's kind of a mess. Like I imagine they're going to start trading people at some point uh, because that that roster is what it is. Um, look, Chicago's going to be. I, I said that the Raptors could very well swing the the balance of the entire NBA with their trades. Chicago might swing the the balance if they decide to trade Levine. If they try decide to trade uh, DeRozan, Usevich, you. Who are you giving Levine. up for DeRozan? Who are you giving Levine. up for Levine? Levine, come on. Come on down. You, you got to give somebody up. You realize this, right? Like, huh? they just can't, like, walk over there. They can't? No. It doesn't work like that. 
You know what? What's your trade? Yeah, what's your trade? Austin Reeves and wait, you just you just said six man of the year, Austin Reeves, and now you're like, ah, you know what? Because he's the he's the best player that we can trade, unfortunately, for Levine. So yeah, Austin Reeves and Christian Wood for Zach and a and a and a draft pick in the first round. Yeah, you gotta give up draft capital. Yeah, yeah, you gotta yeah, you gotta definitely probably a first, probably two first uh for Zach to to put it over the top. I know there's some which will like, be it'll probably be a 2029, 20, 2020, 2030 because of all the other trades we've made. So I assume the Bulls can get a better deal from somebody. See, even Louie knows. Louie knows you're gonna have to if you're gonna get Levine, you're gonna have to throw Reeves in there, unfortunately. You can't yeah, I, you're... I would love to I would love to say D'Angelo Russell as the piece in this, but no, that's not gonna that's not gonna work. That's not the piece I would want. Yeah. If I'm any, if I'm a, a, a team that has hopes of actually rebuilding, because D'Angelo Russell ain't a rebuilding piece. D'Angelo Russell is and, a. And plus, what we found out is the Bulls love white Laker players. They do. Nah. Nah. Uh, here's, a, here's a trade that's not going to happen. The Warriors should trade Clay Thompson. And if they can get. Levine or DeRozan, they should do that for Clay Thompson. They're not going to do it. The worst idea. They're not. They're not. They're too loyal. They're not. They're too loyal, and like, like they got a they got a championship out of it a couple seasons ago. So it's tough to say like, hey, uh, you know, it didn't pay off. But we talked about it at the end of last season and coming into this season, bridging between the now and the future. With, with them they haven't done the best job of that like they completely missed on james wiseman you know they could have had the mellow in that and they didn't yeah uh so they completely missed on james wiseman kuminga i don't know if, if he's a if he's a player or not uh i thought chris paul was helpful for them i don't think chris paul chris paul hasn't been like an issue for them this season he's the six he's the six man coming off the bench like yeah implement him Clay Thompson hasn't been. He's just, he's just shot. He's just shot the ball awful this season. I will say that he's averaging Clay? 30, 30. No, uh, Chris Paul. Oh, yeah, sixteen percent from three. So, well, that's never good. He's a good shooter too. So, yeah, he, like, like I'm, I, that's why I'm like surprised because he'll he'll have stretches where he's like this, and maybe you know we're one eighth of the season through, so maybe he's just having a bad shooting stretch. But a lot of these guys on the Warriors are not shooting that well from three. It's very yeah, different of, from teams in the their teams in the past. Like Clay's at thirty four percent from three right now. That's below average, maybe average. Yeah. Which okay, fine on a normal team for a normal player, we, we talk about rightfully. So Clay Thompson being one of the greatest shooters of all time. And so 34% from three ain't going to cut it when their offense is, is what it is. And maybe it's early. Maybe you, you give them some time to still figure it out. It's not like they're, completely like they're still six and five like they're yeah, but, they're but still... goddamn like like i I'm, I'm actually going through each player's uh three-point percentage clay clay thompson is the third highest on this team you know who's second gary payton the second everyone else is like below 20 percent from three gary payton is a uh, good by the way yeah yeah, GP2. yeah I know. he's good i know I like gp2 him. i like gp2 i like him 
Not as much as GP. Steph is ridiculous at 44%. Uh, yeah, yeah. 10. He's bringing it all. He's bringing everybody up. He's like dragging this whole three-point percentage running team up. And, uh, well, Draymond doesn't take that many, but he's averaging 45% from three right now. He hit two against the Thunder, and I was so yeah. angry. Yeah. He's, like, so yeah, he's like, he doesn't take that many, but I'm seeing, like, I'm going through the different games. He's actually been taking about, like, three a game, except for, uh, you know, he didn't play in the one against uh, the Nuggets. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, Wiggins is another issue. Eighteen like, percent from three. Ugh. Yeah, Wiggins is not. He's not playing well at all. It's it's not even so much the three point. I mean, look, you want him to to shoot better from three, but he he seems invisible most nights. And it, you know, he's supposed to be one your third kind of score out there. Uh, yeah, he just, he has not been, he's not been, cause he was, he was Kyle reason they ended up winning the title. His play yeah. was, was a difference maker throughout. I would, the I would say he's, the, he was the second best player for that title for that NBA he, finals. Like he's not rebounding the ball as well as he typically does. Like he's, he's usually a good rebounder on that team and he's, he just doesn't seem very involved on the team. And I don't know, you know, what that comes down to whose issue that is but yeah it's a again it's early maybe they figured out they're not as in in dire straits as the the clippers are right now they're at least still no. winning games but they they, they they had three three straight three straight losses right now they're they're on a three game losing streak because they're they're playing good teams right now in the they lost to the nuggets they lost to the Cavs and the the timberwolves who they've been proving me wrong i will give them credit they've been proving me wrong they've Anthony been really Edwards, i told you yeah, I told it's you. Been Anthony really good. And Anthony Edwards is on a, he's playing at a different level right now. He's he's playing great basketball. Look, Rudy Gobert looks revitalized. He he looks like the defensive player of the year, the defensive anchor they traded for. I know there's like Carl Anthony Towns rumors and stuff. I don't know what Towns's value is at this point. I one, I'm not in favor of like trading guys that. When you're when you're playing well, even if like it doesn't fully fit, like if Towns becomes just a luxury type player, then like you don't you don't want to pay him as much as you're paying him for it as a luxury. But right now they're playing well, so there's no reason to to fully mess with that. If things start to go wrong and it's like, hey, we should have Anthony Edwards do more, then maybe you trade Towns and get just pieces around Edwards and, and go from there. I do just caution of like that's basically what the Timberwolves became or not Timberwolves, the jazz became uh with hey let's have dynamite score donovan mitchell defensive anchor rudy gobert and let's just put strong pieces around them and it worked for the regular season and then everything went downhill yeah. i, I think they they shouldn't even listen to talks about uh carl anthony towns that's what makes them he's really what makes them a strong team really he's like an x an x factor to have because you're going to have anthony Edwards, who's going to be the leading scorer the main offensive player you got uh you got a rudy gobert who can be in the middle be that anchor for the defense having carl anthony towns who's the best three-point shooter of any center of all time and can stretch the floor can work out in the post like yeah I, th- I think that, that that's that's what make that's what's making this team good right now, and why they've been getting these key victories that they have in the first eighth of the season. Towns is like he's not the best shooter, best center, best center, center three point shooter of all time. 
Dirk would be considered a center. In no, he's not. NBA. Get the hell out of here. Dirk Nowitzki is a, is a power forward. He ain't, he ain't no Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan is a power forward center. Dirk Nowitzki played zero center for most of his career. Did you listen to my entire statement? He would be considered. No, he would not. He would be a center in today's NBA. In today's NBA? I'm, yes, that's, that was my full statement. He did not play in today's NBA. He was a power forward, ladies and gentlemen. Your qualifier of the best. Is Towns a center? Gobert's the center. Towns is the power forward. Towns played center for, for eight seasons. Towns is the power forward. Now. For 90 so games. For 90 so games, he's forward. been a power forward. 90 games. Yeah, so he's power forward. 90 games. He's a power Dirk forward. played center at various points throughout his career. Dirk played center when he was even, an all-star. I don't, I don't even know if Dirk Nowinski has 90 games as a center. Dirk had uh, two full seasons, three full seasons. That's more than 90 games. When was this? Early on in his career? When uh, 2001, 2002, when he was an all-star. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2002, 2004. Oh, oh what, 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 what? Two, no, no, he wasn't. No, he was, 2003, no, 2004. Maybe, no, when you said 2001, no, I definitely know he wasn't because he played with Sean Bradley, ladies and gentlemen. Sean Bradley barely played. What? He played with Sean Bradley. Sean Bradley's the center. They used Dirk with, with Nash as the center. Oh, Sean Dirk Bradley. was the center. Nash was the. Sean Bradley was the center. Sean Bradley and his 12 minutes per game. I'm not Sean counting Bradley. that as him being the center on that team. Sean Bradley was the center. <laughs> not listening to you. This is, this is preposterous. How you play it's with terrible. seven foot five Sean Bradley and you're the center of the team? It's Dirk. Dirk's right. a better shooter than than Carl Anthony Towns. You can consider Dirk a center. No, no, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. And no one else has until today. Until Jeremy said, "No, Dirk Nowitzki, he was the." Sean Bradley center. came off the bench in those seasons. You're telling me that Sean Bradley, Dirk started at center. Like, what's the argument here? SP3. Dirk was starting at center just because Sean Bradley was on the team coming off the bench doesn't devalue Dirk as being the starting center, the starting center on the team. He played a hundred, uh, two, 230 games at center. You out said of, less than eight. One, uh, yeah, no, no, I'm giving, I'm, 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 I'm actually, I'm actually taking the time to actually look it up. Because so you're just I. throwing out you throwing out phrases and stuff. I'm not. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if you're telling the truth when he played with Sean Bradley, but no, he played 230 games, uh, 230 games in total as a center. Out of one thousand, out of one thousand one hundred and ninety-five games he played in his career. Okay, you're telling me he's he's still not considered a center though and he wouldn't no. be considered a center no he's one of the greatest power forwards of all time top five in my opinion i do agree that most people are going to consider him a power forward i consider him a power forward but let's not act like he never played center 
and that he's not a better shooter than Carl Anthony Towns, who plays power forward currently. Who plays power forward currently. He's not going to be considered a center, Dirk Nowinski. And Carl Anthony Towns will be considered a center. No, Carl Anthony Towns. Because he played most of his games as a center. That's like that's literally like 230 out of 1,190 games. That's like one eighth of the season. Colin Towns is currently a power forward. I don't, you can't say he's the greatest center, shooting center of all time when he is a power forward right now and then get mad right at now. me right when now. I say that right yeah. now he plays that power forward. But we're talking okay. about him possibly being traded. What position would he play if he depends on the it? team? Depends on the team. Okay. Does it not depend on the team? Yeah, it does. It does. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying, okay, because I'm not, not going to continue this. I'm not going to continue this. I'm gonna, let, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna let it go. I'm gonna do like, I'm gonna do like Elsa told me. Also, the real argument here is that Chet Holmgren is the greatest shooting center of all time. <laughs> Been here for for eight games. He's already the greatest shooting center. Yes. Of all time. Yes. Fifty percent from three. I'm sorry. What is Carl Anthony Towns shooting <laughs> through nine games? Are we kidding me? Ten. Ten. One eighth of his career. <laughs> <laughs> One eighth of his rookie season already yeah. in the books. Yes. I feel like that number is very sustainable. That he can shoot fifty percent through For his career. His yeah. Oh Jesus! I mean, I mean that that would make you the greatest shooting center of all time. That's, right. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Congrats. <laughs> and to answer a shock, since a shock wants to ask access one hundred and one questions without ever <laughs> sending a super chat. Um, a shock. <laughs> yes, I am a fan of the bear. I'm obsessed with the bear. The bear is my favorite show. Of 2023, it may yeah. be my favorite show. Like it's in my top five all time. After when's the new season come out? Uh, probably next June because nah, they came out in the first season came out in June 2022. Second season came out 2023. I literally just binge watched it last week. The whole season. Oh, okay. I, I, I watched could've... it. I've I've been why I watch it like when it comes out. Like I binge watched the entire first season. I actually think I watched that like late last year, and then I. Uh, watched the entire second season like immediately after it came out so yeah nice, I, nice. and my memory sucks on this stuff so i can't recall a lot of it but oh i, I can recall it all and bring it back to your memories because it was fantastic <laughs> i only watched it because i'm a big fan of uh jeremy allen white from Same. being lip lip gallagher over on Same. shameless and i always yeah. said he's the most sensible of the gallagher uh siblings so i was like let me watch this and oh my god like it i've never felt like claustrophobic stressed uh panic watching a tv show more than watching that and being in that in that kitchen like and it's just like very great storytelling where you don't need a lot of dialogue and they the actors are just tremendous on their game and i thought the first season was great second season was even better like yeah. richie went from like the person i did not like in the first season up. to the oh i loved him after forks 
Forks. I was like, oh, I love you. I love you, Richie. Him singing Love Story by Taylor Swift in the car. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. You're the you're the man, Richie. I, I mess with you. And then uh, the Marcus episode, Honeydew, when he was with, uh, what's his name, from Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Uh, well, he's Luca in this show, but I believe he was, what is, I forgot, uh, Adam Adam Warlock or something like that from Guardians of the Galaxy 3, and he was doing that little scene where they were cutting the dough. That was very nice. And they have, like, these subtle moments where, you know, the first season is all about the the stress and the panic and the hecticness of the kitchen, and then they really, like, slow things down and give you, like, nice character moments in season two. And Fishes may be one of the greatest TV episodes of any show all time. Jamie Lee Curtis in Fishes... Like, yeah, if, if you tell me she did not win an Emmy for that, that is a that's a freaking crime. I knew Jeremy Allen White won the Emmy for for his performance, but Jamie Lee Curtis should win like best guest star on a series for for her performance. Um, See, I always know his name is John, but I would just call him the Punisher. Mikey, he was great in that yeah. episode as well, where you saw you basically you all knew what's going to happen to him. And they beautifully showed where he was at five years before that. And you could tell where he was going. It was great. And just put down the fork. Put down the fork, Mikey. Throw the fork. Throw the fork. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that. I love that. That whole kid, that whole dining room scene is magical. And Jeremy Allen White says not one word, but was the best actor in the room because he's just going through different emotions. Oh, my God. It's great. Great. Great stuff. It is a, a fantastic, fantastic show. I I post this clip on my timeline a lot, especially when I'm, like, burnt out on just uh, – when, when I'm, like, burnt out on, like, wrestling news and just work in general. It's – I forget. I think it's actually from. I forget what episode it's from because I'm terrible with like episode names. It's just like recalling any of this stuff. I'm really awful at it. But it's it's the clip um, with with Richie and uh, Jeremy Allen White's character who I my name just completely blank uh, on that. Carmi, yes, Carmi. Um, and there there goes downstairs, and he's just like shit. Now I'm just forgetting the overall clip <sighs> hold on I'm, now I'm, I'm really mad at myself he's like he's like i gotta look it up <laughs> my memory sucks dude like it's honestly awful it's like i'm terrible at recalling like just anything like literally anything like i cannot recall shit uh but but he goes downstairs to to talk to to carmy or he talked to talk to Richie and they're like redoing the, the restaurant and everything. And, um, is this the one where Richie's talking about, uh, the guy, the reading the book about the guy who, um, yeah. Trying to yeah, find yeah. himself. Yeah. Okay. So like, here's, he here's the purpose. line. Yeah. Here's, here's the line. I'm going to listen to it as I, <laughs> so yeah. Army's just like, shit's not fun for me. And, and Richie's like, yeah, but you love it. He's like, since you love it, doesn't mean the shit is fun. He's like, well, if, and what is fun for you? Like I, I think like that line like always just come does come to me on the show right now. Clearly, uh, but like when I'm just like stressed after like a day of news writing, I'm just like, fuck, man, writing about this shit's just not fun right now. And then, and then just yeah, like you love it. It's like, nah, this is like you love wrestling and stuff. It like, doesn't mean it's always fun. Like it's just, it's just not work is work, right? So yeah. 
Yeah, that's why that's why like in like people need uh I always say like even with my missus, like, oh, she'd be like, Are you working today? And if I'm not writing on a website, I don't consider it work. If I'm doing this, this is the fun part. This doesn't yeah. and this has never felt like work for me, regardless of if I'm talking about wrestling, if there's like a big drama going on, all the Vin stuff from earlier this year and last year, or the punk and elite stuff. Yeah, that's gonna be very stressful. Yeah, if I was just a fan, but talking about it and interacting with people in the chat that's the fun part i never have considered that part work it's like the no. writing and everything else i have to do like producing and doing the back end stuff for a channel and stuff like that that's actual work but be it on screen and talking that's never felt like work for me so that's no, that's something that's... i love and it's always fun yeah that the shows are usually the fun part for me the yeah searching transcribing writing oh tony khan's got a media call all this yeah. stuff and you know the oh a release day is always like fuck. like the the long hours on those days too like i'm just like oh this this isn't fun first uh, time but, i ever i ever because you've told me that feeling before and the first time i ever felt it was when vince announced his retirement because I was working that day on on right. on Wrestle Talk's website, and I was just like, "Oh, this is what Jeremy always tells me about." Where it's very stressful, it's very a lot of news going on, and uh, going back to turn on. Yeah, I felt that there. But as far as like uh, going back to the bear, I love how they left things on season two because like you could tell that it was leading to Carmi just making a big. Breakdown. fuck up the whole the whole yeah. season the whole how they kept reminding him about the fridge how like he was getting distracted by claire how did you feel about the claire storyline because i've heard that's like very polarizing uh within the fan base of what they felt i felt like it was very important for carmy's story yeah. of season two but some people I just like didn't feel the chemistry, didn't like her as a character. They didn't really add a lot of depth to her character. She's kind of like a pixie and a fever dream, just like 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 the perfect girl in Carmi's mind more than an actual fleshed out character. I, when she first appeared, because like they run into each other at like the grocery store or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, huh, what is, what is going on here? I thought it was like very unnecessary. I was like, nah, I don't want Carmi in like a love story. Like, no, got no time, no time for this. Don't need this at all. But I do think it was important for the Carmi character. That That's where I'm like forgiving of it. Like, I, I see the issues with it. I see the flaws and stuff, but I think it was important for his character. And I think it was important for the final, like, you know, when he's in the fridge freezer and like yelling at her and everything. Like, I felt that that, that was a very powerful scene. That, that whole thing, like that whole blow up of just like, oh man, this dude is like lost it completely on deep end, lost it right now. And then he has, of course, the, the blow up with uh Richie as well. Like, oh, he, that was great. That was great. Yeah. When Richie says, says, I'll get you out the fridge, Donna calls him. Don I was like, it put yeah. everything together for me because I was like, when I'm watching Fishes, I was just like totally just blown away by the acting performances, how they really just made me feel like i was in my family's house for the holidays and the the hecticness the, the the claustrophobicness of the kitchen the 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 things going off but the best moment was the little moment with carmy and donna in the kitchen where she was like i make things beautiful for people but why don't people make things beautiful for me 
So like she she's going through all this stress and trying to make this a beautiful thing, but she never feels like she has anybody or she can rely on anybody. That's Carmi. Like 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 it was like it was like it, at the end I was like yeah I see the similarities and stuff like that and I get why they're focusing on Carmi because this is something that still haunts them to this day and then they brought it all together with that last line by Richie when he called them Donna I was like wow I was like that was great that and then Richie the whole time he's like he's like you're a, you're a leech you're a leech and he's just saying I love you I care about you I was yeah. like, I was like, wow, that was great. That was great. Yeah, I, the, I, I, under, I got where the the love story came in and why it was important. I was against it at first, though, and I can see why people are kind of uh, against it. But I thought they tied it all together nicely, and I was honestly like, by the end of it, I, I was just wondering, okay, what's next for for Carmi, like what comes next for him with everything and, and even the relationship aspect. So I, yeah, I'm looking forward yeah. to, to, I think they, season. they might, cause they seemingly set up in season two, that season three might have like a, a, a love triangle with Carmi, Sydney and Marcus. Cause it feels like Marcus likes Sydney, but it feels like Sydney likes, Mar- uh, likes uh, Carmi because every time, remember when yeah. the first time that Natalie brought up Claire, she was like, well, who's Claire? And then the face, I was like, yeah, that face was like the jealous accent. Who's, who, who, who's Claire? Like, like, who's Claire? And she tried to like be, still keep it like as a professional friendly relationship, but you could tell there's like undertone feelings there. And the fact that Carmi does believe in her just makes her more attracted to it. I don't need any type of love triangle nonsense. I don't, I don't, I don't don't either. I don't either. I don't either. I'm more interested in Marcus story on its own than anything he has to do with his attraction to Sydney. Yeah. And the fact that he missed those phone calls from the nurse. So he's got to deal with that in season three. Yeah. Yeah. I was waiting for that shoe to drop too. When they showed him going. Cause they started the the season with that. That was like one of the most like tenderest moments of the season when he's uh, put in the lotion on her hands at the beginning of season two. Yeah. I was waiting for like, Oh man, I thought it was going to happen when he was like overseas and doing like learning. Yo, that episode, I kept waiting for something bad to happen. Like Or when, when, when he, when he helped the guy on the bike, I was like, what's about to happen here? Yeah. The bike bike accident. I was like, what is this about? Like what's like, and then Luca, I thought he was going to be mean. Then he's like the nicest guy in the world. And they have the little moment with, uh, uh, you're, you're like Scotty Pippen. And, and I love, I love the fact that it took me, it took me like watching like reviews of the show where he's talking about Lucas, like, th- like talking about how he used to think that he was the best. And then he started working with a guy and he was like, the guy was just great. And I realized I could never be the best. I could never be as good at him that I just tried to be better every single day. So that he was like teaching that lesson to, um, to Marcus. And then it, it, after I watched the review, I was like, Oh yeah. And then I remember the Richie picture that he walks by in the Michelin restaurant with Luca standing next to, to Carmi. I was like, Oh, he was talking about Carmi that whole yeah. time. I was like, <laughs> I was like, it didn't, it didn't connect to me when I'm hearing the conversation, but then I was like, Oh, okay. That it hit me a couple of episodes later. Sure. Delaware is here. We're going to have uh, first off, I think, I believe this is a new background. I don't know if we debuted. Have we debuted this background? Did we have a background for sure last week? 
Does anybody remember? Okay. No, we didn't. So there we go. Look at this. Share talk. Look at this red background we have for Share Delaware. This courtesy once again of Rob Wilkins. That uh, just made my day. Oh, look at that. Look at that. How you doing, Share Delaware? I'm good. I'm here. <laughs> you ready? Is everybody ready? Uh, who cares about the that? share? Watch the bear. What's that? Do you watch the bear? I don't watch TV. Oh, you should. Fair. You should watch the bear. Fair. The bear is not TV. It's art. Do do I Cinema? pay like three hundred dollars a month for streaming services? Yes. Do I watch any of them? No. So use them. <laughs> I tried to turn on SmackDown last week. Tried twice. And it just gave me a black screen, and I said, "Well, I tried." <laughs> <laughs> I tried. <laughs> That's all the effort I have. <laughs> oh, let's get into. Are you guys watching this season of the challenge? Like, I, I will ask. I just said I don't watch TV. I mean, sometimes you watch the challenge, at least. But sometimes are you, are you I do watch. Sometimes I do watch the challenge, but no, I've just been. Um, our, our dear friend Alan Aguirre, I just keep up with his posts. Yep, yep. He he'd <laughs> he be up to date. Happening. He keeps me up to date. He'd be doing the. I like when I was watching Challenge USA, I had to mute him because he was he was spoiling stuff for me yeah. the day before because I would watch it the day after. So every time I would go on my my Twitter, he would be like the first. I'm like God damn it, don't tell me who got eliminated. Uh, so I had to mute him. I unmuted him because now I need him for Challenge Thirty Nine because I'm not. <laughs> I my need time. him. <laughs> All right. Um, I I've not watched a single episode. I I just I'm all. Oh, I'm, I watch. Shout outs to our, our another one of our friends, uh, Angel Angel Cake Entertainment. I've been watching his reviews of Challenge Thirty Nine. Yeah. So I don't I don't need to watch the show. I'll just watch his YouTube channel and his weekly reviews. I'm I was like burnt out on it after. Is they now there's just there's no off season of it. Like you got to give me. A little time there back in the day maybe you could have gotten uh away um away when with it, it was so popular yeah, yeah. Now, but now like it's like when i was i mean god 15 plus years ago it would be like oh my god when's the new season the challenge gonna start oh because it was like once a year and you're yeah. like dying waiting for it you know it's like plan to watch it and now it's like god damn that one just ended now there's a new one starting this week and yeah like, we literally have not had about. a break we literally have not had a break yeah. this year yeah and it's just people it, i don't care about so that doesn't help like it feels it feels very much like a content churn and yeah. that's like it doesn't it doesn't feel special right now and so i'm just i'm kind of burnt i'm sure we'll catch up to it and everything so, but just this year alone, we have had season 38, season 39, the Challenge USA 2. Uh, all did, did, didn't all stars four happen or all star three happen this year with West winning? West and I, I it blur it blurs together at this point. Uh, I know we had the world championship this year, we had we had Challenge USA one this year, yes, that happened this year. Um, challenge. Uh, challenge Australia, challenge UK, challenge uh, Argentina. I still haven't seen that because that's in a different language too. I'm not, I'm not watching that. So that's eight challenge seasons without including the one I don't know if that happened this season or not. But yes, eight challenge seasons this year alone. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it's uh, 
it's a lot of challenge. It's a lot of challenge, but let's get into what the people are here for. Last week on Love is Blonde Mobile, Nico was ready to glory hole the <laughs> wall. So am I lying? Cut his mm -mm. dick through the wall. He was ready to glory hole the wall to, to get to uh, Victoria. And then at the end of all of that, he then wondered if she was as committed as he was because he has another girl who likes him. Like and two seconds later, it wasn't even. Yeah, it was so it. quick. It was like, such a hey, quick. I'm getting my drill bits ready right now, but BTW, <laughs> like, <laughs> I got it. Yes, remorse betrayal. This is what happened. This, this, is, this is what happened. Uh, it was a great right. it was a great that was probably the best episode of the love is blind mobile game we've ever played we had we had the whole mystery with the lesbian oh mobile. the lesbian mystery i so the, <laughs> the wife was wasn't the wife wasn't able to watch live last week and i was so excited when she got home to show her this what? stuff and the reactions <laughs> and everything oh my god she was like is this the show of like He's like, I think they're testing the waters of like, how are people going to react to this so they can put this on the actual show? Because they just did it on um, Love Island games. They had their oh, first really? lesbian couple on Love Island games. Except uh, I feel like we're probably the only people playing this game. That's fine. You know, <laughs> that's okay. Uh, all right. So here we go. Let me get my, my screen up here. Everyone's going to see the very fun screen of the multiple share Delawares and let me take away so nobody can read my text messages. All of our dreams. SP three of me. There we go. All right. Uh, make sure you let me know the screen pops up here. That way I know. <sighs> yeah. Yelling about glory holes on a plane would probably be a bad idea. <laughs> My kid uh, gave me his Christmas list of all the wrestling action figures he wants. Uh, I have to freaking get a second job. <laughs> uh, screen mirroring is not working. Hold on. Yeah, I'm doing overtime right now. Okay. So I <laughs> get, get some Christmas gifts. I shared right. a thing on Facebook the other day that was like, I'm pretty sure my kids think I moved bricks for El Chapo the way that they've got this. List. I should be like my kids think um, I'm oh, Tommy freaking Egan out here. The <laughs> the kids the kids stay, say that uh, mom stands for made of money. So wow, know, yeah, that's that's savage. what our kids say. Savage, yeah. that's savage. So, I wish. All right, all right. Everyone, see my screen. Hopefully, here yes, in a second. it's beautiful. No, it, uh, yes, now it is. Is it up? Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> Right. Uh, he said yes, and I was like, "No, we don't." <laughs> like, yeah, don't don't lie to the people here, SP3. We're trying to get this game going. All right. Do you remember the voices, SP3? That's no, the best part. Remember. Is that? <laughs> Do I ever? <laughs> that's the best part. Is that like you, you know damn well he doesn't remember? Switch the voice. You remember Nico? Nico's Italian. Italian. Um, You're gonna have to remember is, blazes is, is here pretty deep, soon. Deep and sensual. 
Um, I feel like Blaze is gonna make a comeback here. Yep. Well, was was Blaze like like coffee or something like that? I don't know. Blaze stresses me out because every time I hear that name, all I can think of is the freaking kids cartoon. <laughs> all right, here we go. Here we go, everybody. And and scene. Your heart races as you consider Nico's ultimatum. Nico needs to know if he's the one or he's going to break up with me. After he was ready to fuck a wall. Victoria. (laughs) As soon as you start. You take a deep breath, trying to think only about the way you feel for Nico. I think... I don't want to lose him. But I'm not sure I want to lose my other connections either. What did you think? Will it be... Will it be me? And you you walking out of here at the end? Nico, I think... It's your choice. Uh, it will be. Oh! oh! Nico sighs an audible relief. You have no idea how happy you just made me. After your sleepover date with Blaze, you hussy. <laughs> you can hear the smile in his voice. This is so wild, Victoria. I already have such strong feelings for you, and I haven't even seen you yet. I know. I can't believe it either. I'm relieved we're on the same page. The two of you take a breath. This is all happening so fast. I don't mean to rush you. I just need to know that we are on the same page. You absolutely meant to rush her. What the hell are you doing? (laughs) My pants are at my ankles. (laughs) I totally understand. I think we're just about out of time, though. I'll see you soon. Yes, I'll see you soon. He didn't officially propose. He did not. Here we go. Who knows? Maybe next time we are in these pods, I'll be getting down on one knee. All right, Blaze. Blaze got to make his move. (laughs) <laughs> Why, like, she ain't even in the same room as you. Why would you get down on a knee to propose? She don't even see your ass. With your date Suggested. finished, you meet Sophia for your next interview. So, Victoria, how was your date with Nico? Well, he gave me an ultimatum. Oh, no, that's a different show. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> he said he needed to know if I could see us leaving here together because he has another strong connection. Billy, what did you say? I told him I could see us walking out of here together. Well, that's great. And you feel good about your decision? I feel hopeful. Hmm? He could be the one I end up with. (laughs) They have got me thinking freaking Hannah Montana over here. I'm over here. He could be the one. (laughs) (laughs) That's the spirit I know great things lie ahead for you. Sophia squeezes your hand encouragingly, and you head into the lounge. Shit, I gotta remember some of these female voices. Well, the two are gone now. The SP. Oh, that's true. Yeah. 
You look around the room at the faces of the cast, wondering which of them Nico was thinking about. All of these women are vying for a proposal. Who is vying for Nico? It's Autumn. It's definitely Autumn. Oh, it's so is. It so is. Then, all of a sudden, a loud crash is heard from next door. I think I was Brooke. What was that? With sounds like a chair hits the wall. The oh, mu- oh, Autumn's fucking breaking shit. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. And, and then muffled yells follow. It's coming from the guy's lounge. Oh, oh boy. Eve runs over to press her ear from the shared wall. I think I'm Eve. Yeah, you are. It sounds like Parker and G. They're fighting. Oh no. Ooh, who do you think they're fighting over? Is it the one that left? Uh, yeah, G had the proposed to so the one the, that left. The, yeah, the uppity girl that I was doing. I forgot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a little toxic, Autumn. Just then, Sophia walks into the lounge with a look of concern on her face. Ladies, something has happened in the guys' lounge. Lamar is coming over to fill us. Oh, fuck, Lamar's here. <laughs> Sophia, Sophia turns to wait for him, and you lower your voice to a whisper. Do we think someone got hurt? I don't know, but both of us hosts, but both of the hosts coming to talk to us, so that can't be good. You're right. This reminds me of when both my parents picked me up uh, from school. What? Which was which was only Jeez. when someone died or if it, I was in big trouble. You think one of them died? Or worse, <laughs> what if the season is canceled? Or worse? Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, the season worse. being canceled? Is it worse than someone dying? These are terrible human beings. Damn. Yeah, we one of them died, but fuck, what if our season, our whole season just got canceled? That's the worst thing that could happen. Who cares about this you know death? Someone would say that on the show, too. <laughs> oh, don't be so, so dramatic. Then Lamar joins Sophia at the front of the room. It's lost. I'm so <laughs> 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 I wish that this were under better circumstances. I'm here to tell you that unfortunately, two of our male participants, uh, Barker and G, have been removed by security for physically assaulting one another. This is noble tolerance here for violence. Unfortunately, two fewer men means two fewer chances of a proposal. G proposed already and was like, I don't like this girl now. Who would accept a proposal from him? So if you want to find your match, it's time to get there. I'll hopefully see you all again, Mexico. You're all in good hands. God, I hope that's the last time we see you. Oh, I know. Lamar kisses Sophia on the cheek and she smiles bashfully. Don't kiss me. SP3. Okay, I'm sorry. 
Okay, way to rub it in for us single ladies. Oh, I'm a single ladies. Haha. We'll let you all get ready. The two of them exit, and the tension in the room is palpable. Dang, Lamar is hot. I can't wait to get out of this lounge. No offense, everyone. What? Wow. I hope they're okay. Dang, things are starting to get real. Enough about those losers. Anyone feel like they found the one? I don't want to say. Autumn confidently tosses her hair. No boy. I'm nope. definitely head over heels for Zayed. Oh. Fuck is Zayed? Zayed. Who's that? We ain't fucking dated him. I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just what he's looking for. His name's Zayed. I'm calling him Zayed. <laughs> Autumn sticks her chin up in a way that is both possessive and indicative that Zayed is important in some way. Oh my god, is she hinting that Zaid is the prince? I don't want to jinx anything by saying who, but my guy and I said we love each other. Oh boy. I hate all these people. <laughs> That's Are you. Are you Eve? Oh, oh is that me again? No, you're, oh, you're okay. Eve. You're Eve. I don't remember. I'll be Eve. I'll be Eve. <laughs> wow! You better get dressed for a proposal then. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and Mickey Mouse Eve. We all should. Who knows what will happen? Oh, this is Sheriff's favorite part. Yeah, you and the girls scramble to get ready, pulling out all the stops to look your best for the cameras. Cameras. What should I wear? All right, Chair Delaware, what are we picking here? It's just the same clothes every time. They need to give me more options. Um, let's do... Okay, stop. Very last item. Let me see. What? That's perfect. Okay. I like that outfit. You examine your outfit carefully outfit. in the mirror. <laughs> This next pod date could be your last if you get a proposal and you want to look your best. Scarlet lowers her voice and talks to you quietly as she brushes her hair. How are you feeling? You have some really great guys to choose from. Do you think you found the one? You mean, have I met my future husband? Definitely. Oh. Oh my God. So who is it? Hmm. <laughs> you got options. Why? Daddy! Oh, please, why? <laughs> Blaze. <laughs> I can totally see that. She drops her voice even lower. Could you see yourself having feelings for someone else down the road? What? Like when we finally get to see everyone in Mexico? It wouldn't be the first time someone's feelings changed on this show. 
I can't say for sure, but I think I'd be most tempted by Danny. I can't even say Danny. He's too <laughs> terrible. Yeah, Danny sucks. Nico. That was the longest day ever. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I met him too. There's something intriguing about him. But enough talk. Let's get you to the pods. You have that pre-engagement glow. <laughs> I have a feeling today is going to be a very exciting day for you. What the fuck is a pre-engagement glow? Shouldn't, shouldn't she like let one of these guys down easy? Like, <laughs> like Nico? Maybe no. Nico's the one that we're going for. We're, yeah, we're Nico's the one you, proposing. You, you just, you just, you just said no, Nico. we're trying to be tricky. Yeah, it's a three. <laughs> we we ain't gonna show our hand here. Yeah. <laughs> Heat flushes your cheeks as you imagine getting proposed to in a matter of hours. Ugh. Scarlet gives you a warm smile and then resumes fussing over her makeup and outfits. She's worn the same outfit since we started this game. So. <laughs> Wait, how come you aren't in a pod yet? I guess I'm procrastinating. Do I look okay? You're wearing the same outfit. You look... Like you're running late. <laughs> that I am, and so are you. The look on her face. <laughs> it's exactly how that would have would have went down. You laugh as Scarlet takes your hand. Let's go. We don't want to leave these boys waiting any longer. Oh yeah, she's the bisexual one. Oh yeah. No. You and Scarlet rush to meet the other girls in the. Uh, Iconic hallway of pods. Iconic. I was very stressed about reading that line. I was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Why is this an iconic hallway of pods? Wow, you all look so beautiful. I have a feeling some of you will be on your way to Mexico soon. You can head into the pods whenever you're ready. Several of the girls squeal in excitement, and you all walk confidently into your respective pods. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Oh, boom, something, boom. something about the pod feels different. You take your seats on the sofa and gaze at the moment at your left hand. Or for a moment, sorry. I can't believe there could be a ring on this finger any day now. You're snapped back from fantasizing about oh, diamonds to the present as Blaze enters the pod. Let's go. Hey, Victoria. Are you tired? If he says because you've been running from my mind, my I mind. swear <laughs> to fucking God. Hi. Not necessarily. Why? Oh, because shit. You've been running through my mind <laughs> all day. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. <laughs> that wasn't your line, Victoria. You don't hate I it. I know. I'm trying to pull myself together. Stop it. You're so silly. No. Blaze lets out a playful yet charming laugh. <laughs> I honestly have not been able to get you off my mind since the last time we talked. So Blaze had the the sleepover date. That was the last time they spoke, yeah. right? And she got his hoodie 
And they basically had pod sex. Yeah, we had pod sex. Yeah, yeah. I was on a doctor's appointment while you guys. <laughs> oh, that's what that's me. That's me. Should I be Victoria? Should I be Victoria no. for this? <laughs> you don't know. They're like twins. I feel like I should have input on Victoria for this one. Oh, Blaze, I'm glad you feel that way. Oh shit! <laughs> it almost feels strange to say because I know we haven't seen each other. But I was thinking about you. So what have you been thinking about? Oh, here we go. He's ready to fuck. Zoom, where, do zoom, I, zoom. where do I start? <laughs> Just the mere fact that you've got me feeling this strong pull <laughs> for you, even <laughs> without having seen you. What kind of strong pull is I love I love that they want to make sure everyone knows that this show is called Love is Blind and they haven't seen them because we say that every sentence. I've never had such strong feelings for someone. I know I can automatically authentically be what (laughs) authentically me with you, and that really feels special. Oh boy, I'm really happy that I can inspire that. I actually wrote out a list of all the things I love about you. Wow, there's a list? How long is it? Long, like my... my These are all sexual innuendos, right? I may give it to you one day. Yes, I may, <laughs> I may give it to you one day, but for now, I wanted to share that. These are all sexual innuendos. I love your amazing personality. Never have I wanted to know every little detail about someone and the way their mind works. The list that started off as a love letter for you made me realize that I don't want to live my life without you. A confident laugh escapes him. <laughs> I'm really excited. That's like Beavis and Butt. I'm really excited about what I'm about to say because I truly cannot wait <gasps> to start my close. life with you. Oh, shit. Victoria. Oh, please accept this. Can you approach the wall, please? Oh, my goodness. Oh, sorry. You can see his <laughs> silhouette on the other side of the wall. He's kneeling. Oh my god, even fake proposals make me nauseated. <laughs> <laughs> this is really happening. You stand up from the couch and walk slowly to the wall. Okay, I'm standing. Blaze clears his throat. <clears> throat> Victoria, you know that I fight fires. It's my calling. But there's one fire that started. (laughs) It keeps burning no matter what I do. For the first time, my heart is on fire for you, Victoria. Oh. Your humor, your kindness, your curiosity, your compassion. I'm in love with all of it. 
And there's only one thing that can help, Victoria. Victoria, will you marry me? You can feel excitement and nerves bubbling through your veins. This is an important decision. <laughs> Jeremy, if you could see me right now. <laughs> oh, I'm so mad that I she's can't. Like, she's like, she's like uh, Kenny. She's like... <laughs> All we see is her eyes. Because... The wife is yelling something. I don't know what she's yelling. I assume she's going to come in here. Hold on. Uh, the wife says you should say yes. There you go. Even fake saying yes is going to make me throw up. The wife says it's, it'll be very chaotic if you say yes because you've, you've you promised just said Nico. That to Nico. Yeah. What's that? Yeah, the other guy didn't propose. He just gave an ultimatum after and trying to fuck. his ultimatum was because he wanted somebody else. Yeah. Okay. See, you got Trey in the chat, Louie in the chat saying, do it, do it. <laughs> okay, but you know how hard I laughed at Louie when he said, your voice, arm bar. Your accent, arm bar. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, Blaze. Yes, of course. Let's go. Oh, look at love hearts. Oh, look at love hearts. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Baby, we're about to have. <laughs> <laughs> Baby. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I have oh. the biggest smile on my face right now. I wish I could hold you. I'm literally nauseated. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. I can't believe this is really happening. I just get at it. Uh, <laughs> me too. This is a dream. <laughs> the only thing left in the dream is to see you. I wish I could kiss you right now. I just know he's going to be ugly. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be able to soon. I can't believe it. I'll hardly be able to wait. I know, me neither. I'm so happy you're taking this leap with me. You won't regret it. Nico's about to Hulk smash through the wall. Oh, I'm so excited. Dude, I hope they get into a fight. I'll be counting down the minutes until we're in the reveal tunnel, Victoria. I can't wait to see you. Me neither. See you soon. See you soon, beautiful. You ain't even seen her. The door clicks behind Blaze as he leaves the pod. You're floating on cloud nine as you leave the pod, officially engaged. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm like ancient. I'm, I'm <laughs> Back in the hallway, you make a beeline to Sophia for your interview. So, you look giddy. Josh giddy. How was Blaze? He proposed, and I said yes. Oh my gosh. Congratulations. Sophia reaches for the nearby champagne and pops it and pours it all over your hand. What? Why? What? Why pouring champagne on her hand? Is this just like... Is this a thing? 
I legit, is this a thing? No, it no. pours all over her hand. I think all that means it was hand. an accident. Yeah. Not that she poured it. It poured, like, when she popped oh. it. It's really okay. hard to read. And it's it okay. wasn't really a champagne. She ain't even opened a champagne yet. It's a gun. Nico got a gun. <laughs> champagne mommy. <laughs> <laughs> I all right. Well, now I'm starting this new tradition of engagements. You you show the ring and you get champagne poured on your hand. This is the new tradition. <laughs> <I'm starting. laughs> oh, I apologize that my reading ability sucks, <laughs> and I misinterpreted that. Whoops! Got a little excited there. Laughter overtakes you as someone in the tech crew tosses her a towel. She pours you each a cup of bubbly with a beaming smile. Sophia's face is luminous with joy for you and your new fiancé. I'm rooting for you two. The next part of the journey is towards your wedding day. I thought it was Mexico. I can hardly believe it. I'm getting well, married. I'm well, never saying towards that. Towards the wedding day. Do you want me to let the other guys know, or do you want to break the news yourself? Oh, boy. Break the news yourself. I think I'll tell them myself. Yes, let's go with Danny. Okay, friend. best of luck. I'm sure they'll understand. Oh, please lie to Nico and be like, I want to engage with you too. <laughs> and then it's off to Mexico. I can't wait. Okay, see you later. <laughs> you take your seat on the sofa and brace yourself for what's to come. Latoya, I've been waiting all day to talk to with you again. I missed you. Oh no, he clearly hasn't heard the news. I miss you too. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh, your tone of voice sounds sad. Are you okay? Nico, there's no easy way to say this. I'm engaged to Blaze. Oh, we didn't get options. Do my word. Blame. I heard to propose to him. A throuple. Yeah. Silence passes between you and Nico. Wow. I. I don't know what to say. I wasn't in the lounge, so I didn't hear it from him. In fact, I was picking out the oh, engagement shit. ring. All right, come on. Oh, God. How did this happen? Well, he got down on one knee. Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, I assumed as much. <laughs> oh, thank you for picking that one. That's the only option, to be honest. <laughs> He lets out a low, slow sigh. I really dreamt about it being us, Victoria. I was going to propose to you, so thank you for telling me. I think I need to be alone now to figure out what I want to do next. Propose, you coward. I understand. You're amazing, Nico. As are you. I am happy for you, Victoria. If even if it doesn't sound like I am right now. Your heart swells for this man that fell for you. 
Take care of yourself, Victoria. Maybe I'll see you in Mexico. Sad Italian noises. (laughs) 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 Okay. I hope I see you there. You do? Hope rises in his voice. Oh, he's going to propose just to get to Mexico. Let's go. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you deserve to find happiness, too. This game needs to let me be more of a hoedown throwdown. (laughs) You hear him take some tissues as he stands and heads out of the pod. Multiple meanings after the stuff we've gone through on this show. Wow, that was hard. I'm feeling heartbroken and confused. Did I really make the right decision saying yes to Blaze? Before, oh, fucking hell. Before you can get too lost in your thoughts, Denny comes through the door. Victoria! Is it is it true? Is it true? Nico just told me on the way out. You're engaged to Blaze. Yes, it's true. I wanted to tell you in person. Wow! Congratulations. He engaged. I actually have something to tell you too. While I obviously have strong feelings for you, I could have proposed to you. I spontaneously proposed to Scarlet, and she said yes. She's the blonde, right? Yeah. Yeah. The bisexual blonde. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Congratulations. She's great and dumb, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. She speaks highly of you, too. Honestly, I think I had a chance with you. I didn't think I had a chance with you. You didn't. Really? (laughs) Well, I felt like I should shoot my shot with you. In the moment, I kind of knew you wouldn't say yes. Well, it all worked out. (laughs) Yeah, Blaze is a lucky man. Thank you, that's really sweet. He is still talking. (laughs) It sounds like we're, we're both have a lot to celebrate. I'll catch you in in Mexico, Victoria. I'll catch you in Victoria, Mexico. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good. See you there. You hear Danny leave the pods. Uplifted by how smoothly that went, you jump up from the couch. Now there's only one thing left. To tell the girls. Oh shit, check that out. You burst back into the lounge to break the news and everyone's eyes snap to you. Ladies, I have something to say. I'm going to Mexico. (laughs) (laughs) After a moment of stunned silence, the girls have come to know you over the past few days are instantly upon you. The next few moments are a flurry of congratulations and hugs. Who's the lucky guy? Blaze. Uh-huh. Oh my god, you two are perfect for each other. <laughs> okay, Elmo. <laughs> <laughs> you really are. Autumn, standing in the corner, glowers at you. Huh, what's your problem, girl? Autumn slowly stands. Oh, shit. 
No problem. Just <laughs> glad she's out of my way. Guess you couldn't handle the heat with Nico, huh? So Autumn's going for Nico. We'll see how long that lasts. <laughs> huh? Watch out, Autumn! Is that a threat? Yes, bitch. No, you're not worth the effort. Oh, the, the girls react excitedly behind her. Autumn grimaces, clearly disappointed that you're no longer in direct competition with her. Whatever. Sophia walks cautiously into the lounge, sensing the tension. Let me go propose. <laughs> Ahem. For those of us that are single, the pods are open. I'll take you all over there. Autumn flips her hair, straightens her dress, and charges towards the pods. Brooke and Eve trail behind her. Good luck, everyone! As they leave, Zara bursts past them, looking elated. What's hot and <laughs> what's hot bothered and wiped up all over? Zara is. I love, love her. It. Love it. You and the girls hoot in celebration. I can't wait to marry De uh, what? Des. Des. <laughs> I just Des. know he's going to be smoking high. Des Bryant came on the show. So what did I miss? Well, Danny and I are getting hitched. Congratulations. You two will be really great together. You are not a good friend. <laughs> Thank you. So will you and Blaze. <laughs> wow. Can you believe it? And I be I bet a million bucks that Brooke and Eve will walk out of those pods engaged too. Mm. Not autumn. <laughs> <laughs> Not autumn? Um, maybe, but Des told me she was playing some serious mind games with Nico to get him to propose. Oh, he's a hundred percent proposing to her just to get Poor to Mexico. Nico. Oh, wow. Sophia re-enters the lounge, looking emotional. Oh, God. Sophia, <laughs> are you okay? Yes, happy tears, I promise. I just can't believe my season has already gotten four happy couples, and I'm sure there will be more. No, they only take four. I can't wait for the reveals and for you to see your fiancés for the first time. Who wants to go first? Your heart begins to pound as reality sets in. You're about to see your fiancé for the very first time. Sure. I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's the wrong voice. Oh my god, this is really happening. I'm going to find out if love is really blind. He's ugly. <laughs> Do we get to choose? Nico's the only hot guy, apparently. They're gonna, like, make it where he got in, like, a tragic accident being a firefighter or something. Like, it's gonna be Oh terrible. boy, that would be yeah, something. Alright, we'll play, we'll play one more chapter. He, work, he wears a mask like Kane. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, 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 when it was loading, it glitched before it had her clothes on and she was butt ass naked. Oh, 
That did not come across on my screen. Demonetized. Oh, that doesn't sound good. <laughs> she, she don't got no areolas. <laughs> she didn't have nipples though. So she got areolas. She got a ball. Uh. <laughs> okay, go ahead. The dorm buzzes with excitement as you and the girls get ready to meet your fiancés in person. Hmm. Yes. What should I wear to meet the love of my life? Oh, this is going to be a hard one. Okay. Click on the second. Option. Click on the second one. Let me see. Okay, go down. Mm. Yep, the one that we're on. That dress. Yeah, that's nice. The blue one. Okay. This is the one. You step back into the lounge and the girls turn to look at you. That's you, Cher. Wow, you look stunning. And this bitch is still wearing the same clothes. <laughs> Blaze is going to faint when he sees you, girl. Scarlet looks you over with a hint of longing, but before you can read too much into it... Eve, Brooke, and Autumn file back into the lounge from their last pod dates. All three of you look happy. Oh, seven proposals on the season. Oh my god. <laughs> Probably because all three of us found our fiancés too! We're going to Mexico! We made it. Who are the lucky guys? Fucking Nico. <laughs> I guess we'll see, won't we? That's Brooke babe. blushes, unable to keep her news any longer. I'm marrying Kieran! That makes no. perfect sense. I think so, too. He's a football coach. I'm a nurse. I'll come to his games and help out the kids if they need first aid. That's a Look fucking that. reach there, sis. <laughs> <laughs> you tried, are you hoping kids get injured? Like what? That is so wholesome. <laughs> I'm so happy for you. Thank you. I'm so excited to start planning the wedding. Oh, I can't wait to attend. I hate her. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Eve. Tell them about your man. Even Zion. Ha oh, Sounds cute together, right? She got the prince. <laughs> oh, the Philip and Tropis uh, guy? Philanthropist. Yeah. He's we have that's this gotta be the first love. Yeah, that's a, that's a prince. That's gotta be oh, the prince. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, oh, he's super soft. We have the same love for a glamorous lifestyle. Oh. That's perfect. Congratulations. Can she just meet Blaze already? Jesus. Yeah, like that's what I'm waiting for. <laughs> Autumn, how about you? We already know who Autumn's is. Autumn smirks, smirks and looks at you unexpectedly. <laughs> We've got somebody in the chat saying, What is this? <laughs> <laughs> so, Autumn. Are you going home or? <laughs> Sorry to disappoint you, Victoria, but I am also an engaged. She's actually smiling this time. 
She had to like morph her face to do it. (laughs) You seem excited. There's no reason to get all giddy, Josh Giddy, about it. We don't know whether these relationships will stick. But yes, I'm engaged. She's that's a, a way to look wow. at it. Wow. Oh, damn. But whoo. You sound like an owl. They're throwing tomatoes because somebody proposed to Autumn. <laughs> Zara spits her drink out laughing. I'm engaged to Nika. It is an episode of the Kardashians. Leave us alone. (laughs) Why are you staring at me? (laughs) Autumn, why are you staring at me? Autumn rolls her eyes. Then Sophia comes into the dorm. You're all ready for this fight, yo. (laughs) Congratulations to all of you on your engagements. Six couples are meeting in person today. I'm already getting emotional. Victoria, you're first up to meet your fiance, Blaze. Yeah, Autumn was the second pick, and she's out here acting like she's bragging. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, what do you think he looks like? Hmm, honestly, I have no idea. I could give the police a sketch of Des, and I've never even seen him. What? <laughs> you and the girls crack up with Zara. I know how I feel about him, and that's what matters. Oh, look at that. Great answer. Ha ha! Amen, girl! <laughs> <laughs> You're about to find out. Let's go get your man, Victoria. I'm so excited. Are you ready? You're practically glowing. Well, I've been dreaming of this. You're definitely in better shape than I was before the reveals. I was terrified right before I met Lamar. But I knew I loved him as soon as we looked into each other's eyes. Like, you got past his voice, then you were definitely in love. (laughs) I hope it's that way for you too, Victoria. This is your moment. Do you need anything? (laughs) I need to see him. Let's do it. Freaking Mickey Mouse. <laughs> he did sound like Mickey He's Mouse. a mixture of Mickey and Elmo. <laughs> <laughs> Sophia leads you down the hall to the iconic Love is Blind engagement room where couples see each other for the first time. You stand behind the circular doors. Only your silhouettes is visible from the other side. Whenever you're ready, you take a deep breath. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, 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 bum. Oh, hey! yeah. <laughs> There he is, Blaze, my fiance. Wow, he's so hot. I love the way he looks. You put one foot in front of the other, getting closer to Blaze with every step. He smiles brightly, his nice teeth. Trey said he's black? (laughs) (laughs) Wow, you are stunning. 
name's not really Blaze, is it? Wasn't that a nickname? <laughs> yeah, that was a yeah. nickname. I forgot his actual name. He's a yeah, firefighter. Yeah, firefighter. Yeah. All that I stuff. should leap into his arms. As if reading your mind, Blaze opens his arms and you runs toward and you run toward him. You jump up and wrap Damn. your legs around him. Hey, I already around. have hot sex. Like her <laughs> dress He's... is too short to be doing all this. <laughs> he spins you around with a joyful laugh. <laughs> He's so strong and he smells so good. He pulls back to look at you and smiles. Can I kiss you? I love all the people who don't know what we're doing and they're just like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> oh, Trey said he's going to drive Victoria through the mattress. <laughs> 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 I can't breathe. This jacket. She's going to read oh some, cle- some cheek clapping. In the- <laughs> oh my god. Mm, I love nothing more. You laugh blissfully, your arms wrapped around his neck, and he gives you a sweet, sincere kiss. They don't have the technology to do that. When you pull away and look into his eyes, they are brimming with adoration. Is this real? Are you real? He twirls you out with one of his hands, as as though you are dancing, and you spin to give him a full view of you. Slapping me in Mexico. (laughs) She's me in Mexico. Uh, wow, oh you are gorgeous. I can't believe I get to marry you. You're gonna put out fires by stop dropping and fucking. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm so happy. I am too. I've been waiting for you my whole life. Oh. You embrace again I and hold, like you. And hold <laughs> one another for a moment longer. That's what the music they would play. In the oh, movie. shit. So I think we have some unfinished business to conduct. Blaze smiles as he reaches into his pocket. That ain't his pocket. That's his zipper. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he said it's going to be Monday night. We're all in the room. <laughs> Oh my goodness. This is it. Your heart flutters as he drops to one knee and presents a gray velvet ring box. Victoria, in a matter of days that I have felt like years, we've chosen each other. I chose to love, protect, and honor you, not just as your husband-to-be, but as your best friend. Will you keep the fire burning for me in our home and in our heart? Will you marry me? Will you marry me? Blaze's eyes (laughs) shine with passion. (laughs) I'm so happy about how attractive I find him, bitch. Oh, Blaze. I'll answer him with a... Romantic, yes. Clayton Jackson. Oh, you remember the name? This this man ain't a firefighter. His real name is Clayton. (laughs) Clayton Jackson, Blaze. 
I would love to be the woman by your side. Yes. Blaze gleams with pure bliss and disbelief. I want to speak from the heart too. Blaze nods in disbelief as you kneel. You are at eye level and take his warm hands in yours. I'll take his warm what? Blaze, we both came onto Love is Blind to try to find our partner in a pretty unconventional way. I was instantly attracted to your warmth and friendliness. You were the easiest one to talk to. You stood out early as someone I could build a family with. <laughs> Our children would have such a strong supportive dad. I promise you, I will support your dreams as we build a life that helps us both realize them. Clayton Jackson, Blaze, st- pick one. <laughs> Blaze, like a full name. Like that's yeah. name. I can't wait for our future together. Emotion fills his eyes. Look at how he's like breathing. Victoria, <laughs> I, I, I can't wait to be your husband. You both stand and take a deep breath together. Blaze beams with relief and pure joy. Get your finger over here, baby. Oh, what? <laughs> I'm definitely going to put a ring on you. You gasp as Blaze opens the gray velvet box to reveal the engagement ring. Poor Trey's still dying over his name being Clayton. I, and, and to answer that, one of the comments, every black, every person I met that's name is Clayton is black. Just so y'all know. See, every person I've met named Clayton is white. See? It happens. I'm it's from a New York. classic. It's a classic round cut diamond on a shining silver band. Okay, I love the ring. Blaze delicately slides the ring onto your finger. This is the moment I've dreamt of for so long. I can't wait to call you my wife. Blaze wraps you in a hug and you gaze over his shoulder at the ring. Do you like the ring? I genuinely love it. I'm so glad. I was hoping you would. He takes your hand and the two of you sit down on the nearby couch. Seeing him here in the flesh, it just feels so crazy. Hold his face and kiss him. You place your hands on either side of his face, look at him, and kiss him. The kiss is full of affection and commitment and excitement for the future. Do I look anything like you thought I'd look? No. (laughs) Actually, you're going to laugh, but I had no preconceived notions whatsoever. I tried so hard not to picture you. Really? I'm impressed. That's what blind love is all about, though. I'm very happy, though. You're so handsome. Well, thank you. I think this goes without saying, but you're everything I could have dreamed of and more. Blaze, tell me more. (laughs) Blaze laughs and kisses the back of your hand. Where should I start? 
Your eyes are stunning. It's like they hold mysteries. And the way your cheeks frame your smile. Your adorable nose. I could go on and on. You smile and wrap your arms around him. Sophia and Lamar into the room. Way to kill the vibe. Word. Yeah, no joke. We were about to have hallway sex. <laughs> <laughs> Victoria? Blade. What happened to Lamar? <laughs> Congratulations on your engagement. Somebody saw. I hate Lamar so much. So Baker and I will never forget our first moments together. Well, we hate to tear you away from me from one another already. It's time to finish packing for Mexico. Mexico. Your private chats are working. Lamar and Sophia leave, and you take Blaze's hand. I can't believe we only just met, and now we have to say goodbye again. I know. I don't want to let you go, but it's not for long, thankfully. Blaze, I can't wait to get to Mexico. Me neither. You, me, the beach. He cups your face in his hands and leans in close. <laughs> we'll savor every moment together, I promise. You brush your lips quickly against his for a tender goodbye kiss and then reluctantly walk back to the lounge. She's all hot and the, bothered. The doors behind you close. I want to full body exhale. Adrenaline still cursing your it veins. <laughs> Blaze gonna have Victoria saying, Whoa! <laughs> you take a deep everything. breath. You take a deep breath in and a deep breath out. <laughs> a few of the girls come oh, filtering God. into the dorm and greet you. Victoria, how was it? Scarlet, he is the best. I'm so happy for you. I can't wait to meet him. <laughs> me, me neither. He better be a hunk to be next to you, girl. She fell for his heart. The face doesn't matter. Oh, what I really need to see is the ring! Oh! <laughs> you flash your hand proudly in front of Eve. Oh, wow! It's gorgeous! I can't wait to get my bling off. Get my bling off. Soon we'll all be flashing our left hands like it's nobody's business. This deserves a toast. Tobataria and Blaze. Mexico, here they come. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Hmm, what should I wear for my travel day ahead? Um, Imagine wearing like this on like a travel day. Go back up. And MDB said adrenaline in her loins. Okay, um, the one with the brown pants, the second row. 
That one? Yep. Yeah, that's definitely travel. Travel yeah. chic. Travel chic. You mean the beach and these nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Ooh, look at this fancy private jet. You know good and well they are flying them out. <laughs> Coach. Well, like American Airlines. What? Before you know it, you and Blaze have boarded a private jet and are flying towards a luxury resort in Mexico. Asked Jordan in the hot club. Blaze gazes at you and then comes to whisper in your ear. I could get used to this. Well, you're a firefighter, so I don't think we will. <laughs> right? Well, you'll have to work to keep me. Blaze smiles. All he does is smile. Trust me. I know I knew when I was proposing to you that you're a tough one to pin down. Oh yeah. Yeah. Why wouldn't you be? You're the full package. You can't help us smile. Oh, that's you. It feels like it, but it's not in the Yeah, it's, it's in the white. Uh, you can't uh, help us yeah. smile. You gaze out the window for a moment. Something about planes makes me feel frisky. Mile How Club, here we come. I'm trying. <laughs> we are all the same page, love. Maybe we need this. You unfold a big cashmere blanket over you two for privacy. Your trouble, Victoria. Oh, oh, God, oh, fuck it. I gotta read this. <laughs> Zoomed in on him, too. I'll read it. I'll read it. No, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta. About to hit her with a code red. <laughs> Blaze's hand moves ever so slightly up your inner thigh, and he leans in to kiss your cheek. Never beating these inner thigh allegations. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. That's why I said I would read it. His breath sends prickles down your neck. I'd be all over you if it, it weren't for the cameras. I know. I can't wait to be alone together. Why are they not sitting down? Blaze <laughs> <laughs> squeezes your thigh and you rest your head on his shoulder. A familiar throb the side. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. And you rest your head on his shoulder as a familiar throb of desire stirs. Damn. This is very different than the planes we fight forest fires with. Well, and hopefully you're not you copping a feel on those. <laughs> you smile and take his hand. Is it scary being up there above the flames? Sometimes scary, but mostly invigorating. Sort of like how it oh felt to fall for you without seeing you. Plays leans his head back on his headrest for a moment. What's your take on the other engagements? It's a weird question to ask right now. Yeah, word. Right. Like, 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 we're trying to fuck. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Like, who do you predict will make a good or bad couple? Blaze smiles at you, and you lower your voice to dish your thoughts. Hmm, I'll spill the tea on... Autumn and Nico. 
Autumn and Nico, obviously. <laughs> Let's not dish. See if we can start fucking. <laughs> All right, Autumn and Nico. I think I want Nico to be happy. Autumn and I have differences, but I can't wish anything bad for Nico. Wow, that's pretty gracious of you, considering. Oh, boy. What about Scarlett and Danny? Seriously, my best friends on this show, both of them, <laughs> lies and slander. <laughs> I want them to go the distance, but I'll support them if they don't. <laughs> Des and Zara, though, train wreck waiting to happen. <laughs> oh, shit. Damn. Oh, wow. You think so? I have to say, time will tell. Blaze is nosy as hell. You're right. <laughs> Their travel schedules will be challenging for them, but they can overcome that if they're committed. What are, what do they do? Blaze yawns um, and leans his head on your shoulder. Mind if I shut my eyes for a bit, for a little bit? Man, you ain't fucking here? Damn. What happened? Not at all. That throb of desire went down. Yeah. Pro promise you'll be here when I wake up. Now I'm going to jump out of the fucking window. <laughs> <laughs> promise. Please is gossip, girl. <laughs> <laughs> he got tired after gossiping. He's like... Oh, damn. I did a whole day of gossiping. I gotta go to sleep. XO, <laughs> You glance at Blaze's handsome profile as he dozes off to sleep, his warm, strong hand on your leg in all that he's all yours. As romantic music streams from your jet speakers, you rest your head on his shoulders. For now, everything is perfect. In midair, everything is perfect. Can you take... Me higher than I've ever been. I said romantic music was playing. Okay. You look at the windows at the fluffy marshmallow clouds. Soon your wheels will touch down in Mexico. And right now, this flight feels unmistakably calm, like the calm before the storm. That's probably not good. Okay, we finished. I think we've... Well, we were, Blaze was trying to finish, and then he's like, you know what? Let's gossip for a bit. <laughs> All right, everybody. That's where we're going to exit. We're going to end for the day. Two chapters down, two more chapters, most likely next week. Job well done. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, we are engaged, and Blaze, just honestly, you know, he, he, he was right there. He's right there. What happened? Could have, could have been like, oh, let's talk about the couple. Like... I got. Oh, you should be. He talks, he... he talks a big game. Really? Does not deliver. You should be uh, invested, MDB. You should be. Thank you, this MDB. Is a, this is the highlight of our week, dude. Oh yes. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's honestly not close. It's really not. <laughs> Just doing this stupid game for an hour. <laughs> All right. Uh, Sherry Delaware, you want to plug in? The yeah, thanks for the super chat. Thank Louis. you, Louis. Thank you. Thank Send you. Appreciate it, Louis. Um, All right. Uh, you want to plug anything, Sherry Delaware? No. Okay. SP3, would you like to plug anything? My Twitter is here. True Hill Heat YouTube channel. Um, stuff will be there. Yeah. Check it out. 
full gear weekend a weekend so preview on friday oh yeah our preview is going to have uh joel hobert and phil Lindsay of grab city on friday nice. so join us live for that 12.05 p.m eastern time nice all right um watch all the shows on this channel that's all i got uh thank thanks everyone for for watching all the shows on the channel thank you for uh all the support everything like that we'll be back next week more basketball more share love talk. is blind mobile yes share talk share talk love is blind mobile bye everybody easter is just around the corner and what better way to celebrate the spring season than with a minky couture blanket whether you're gathering with family for an Easter egg hunt or just enjoying a quiet day at home, Minky Blankets are the perfect addition to your Easter festivities. Made with ultra-soft and luxurious materials, these blankets will keep you cozy and comfortable, while their stylish designs will add a touch of spring to your day. And with a wide range of colors and patterns to choose from, there's a Minky Blanket for everyone. So this Easter, make your day even brighter with a Minky Couture Blanket. Head to MinkyCouture.com now and find your perfect blanket just in time for Easter. Happy Easter from Minky Couture.